Hey, it's Vince. I wanted to go over uh, what I did yesterday. Yesterday, I got on the phone with about 50 gym owners uh, from all around the U.S. and did a presentation about focus and staying focused in the midst of COVID-19. So obviously, I don't have the time today on this podcast to tell you everything I talked about, but I did want to give you a little bit of a snapshot and uh, on what I talked about. And I, the thing I started the presentation with was uh, the Chinese definition of crisis. And the Chinese definition of crisis is uh, two meanings. The first meaning is danger. First meaning is danger. And the second meaning is opportunity. And, you know, we look at the situation we're in and we look at what's going on and it, it's challenging. There's no, there's no way to kind of sugarcoat this. It's, it's very hard and very tough and it's not showing uh, a sign of, of, of slowing down right now. But the reality is there in the midst of any crisis, there are opportunities. There are things that decisions you're going to make uh, during this pandemic that you are know you needed to make but now you're being forced to do it. And that decision probably is good for you in the long run. I know me and in my personal situation, it is forcing me to make decisions that I was totally uh, against doing and I was burying in the back of my head. Um, and these, these situations will bring out a, a lot of um, decisions you, you really need to make that you weren't going to do before. So um, that's kind of what I started with. And then I went through a a bunch of different things and things I talked about on the podcast before. Um, I talked about the overall goal, and that is to survive. I talked about the mindset, and that is you being the lighthouse for your clients. I talked about um, the strategy, the four-part strategy that I've gone over and, you know, check out some of my other podcasts um, to hear that. Um, but what I, what I didn't, I haven't talked about yet on this podcast is, is the game you're playing. And I'm going to do another separate podcast on this because I think this is, uh, an important, uh, thing to talk about, but it's the difference between the time we're in now and normal times. And if you can use a basketball analogy, normal times is like the regular season and times were in right now, COVID times is uh, playoff time. And if you think about the difference in like, let's just use basketball. If you think about the difference in the intensity of the game and the effort needed by the players and the winner go home mentality, um, there's a different type of basketball that's being played in playoff time versus regular season. And that's kind of how you have to look at the situation you're in now it's the stakes are high. Every decision matters. Energy needs to be up. Effort needs to be tripled. Um, so just remember that the game you're playing and to match the, the effort and intensity uh, with, with that game. Um, I talked about leadership and I talked about the Jocko-like discipline, the Disney-like creativity and the Stockdale paradox and all stuff I've talked about on previous podcasts. Um, that I'm not going to go into today. So, um, but really, I really wanted to talk about um, the the principles that I gave about focus. And sometimes it's really hard to think about the big picture in a crisis situation because that big picture is so uncertain. 
And it's almost like it's very, very overwhelming. It's uncertain because you have no idea when you're going to be back to work. You have no idea what that's going to look like. And that can be overwhelming. And the number one thing that you can do to lose focus is to be overwhelmed. And so in the case of where there's lots of uncertainties and a lot of things you don't know, focusing on the big picture when that's so uncertain is is really a detriment to you. And so what I talked about yesterday was, hey, you don't really know everything that's going to happen in the future. It's hard to make these decisions. So you can have an idea, right? But to focus on that a lot can be very, very overwhelming. So what really can you focus on that can make you feel less overwhelmed and maybe not overwhelmed at all? And, and the lesson I gave was the, the number one principle in focus is winning the day. And focus on winning the day and not like thinking about the big picture all the time. And, and the example I gave was with, with the um, uh, Navy SEAL Hell Week. And they talked about the guys that quit get overwhelmed because they're thinking about the whole week. And they get to they start on Sunday and they get to Monday and they're like, holy shit, what the hell just happened? And, and again, uh, all this is all due respect to a Navy SEAL. <laughs> I could never, ever do anything like that myself. Um, so the guys that quit Navy SEALs on the hour into it happening are, are a hundred times tougher than I'll ever be. But the reality is that I, after reading that article about why they quit is they just, they look at it as this big, you know, I got six more days of this. How am I going to survive? And the advice they give is, well, don't worry about the whole week. Just worry about making it to your next meal because they feed you every six hours. And if you just look at this as a big, long group of six-hour blocks of time, um, then you know it's more manageable, and you get less overwhelmed. So start to think about you know how you're handling each day, and and set yourself up to win the day, um, it, as opposed to thinking about the big picture all the time. I'm not saying that's wrong, but. If you're gonna, if that is gonna overwhelm you, that's gonna be detriment. That's a detriment to your focus. And sometimes manufacturing wins is a really important thing. Like one of the other things I talked about in the presentation was um, using an app called Winstreak. And Winstreak is it's a free app. Uh, it's, it was created by Strategic Coach. And basically, what it is is it's this like really simple thing that comes up. This says, "What were your wins today?" And every one of you listening to this can um, look back at your day and you can pick out three wins. So I had a huge win the other day. Um, I taught my daughter to tie her shoes. Um, She struggles with that kind of stuff. She has fine motor issues. She's been in occupational therapy for years. And that stuff, like my my other daughter, who's younger than her, we never taught her. She just did it. Right? So my older daughter, she has trouble with that kind of stuff. And it was hard for her. And we sat down and we just worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. And, you know, of all the crap that went on, you know, in my day and all the things I just, you know, got like beat up that day. And I look back on my, well, what did I, what, what were my wins today? Well, my one win was that made me happy was I taught my daughter to tie her shoes and she finally got it. And the look on her face was priceless. And so start to set yourself up um, to win every day. Right? To win every day because you can. You can look back on any day you had and you can say, you know, this, 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 and this happened. 
but I still have these three wins that I could focus on. So you, you have the choice, right? You can focus on the all the shit that happened in your day, or you can focus on the three best things that happened. And when you look at those three things, if you can chalk those up as wins, then you had a good day. And what you got to do to win in this situation is put together a series of lots of really good days. And so the second thing I talked about was how to clear your mind. And the example I gave was envision like one of those really small vacuum cleaners, like, like one of those, you know, thin, you know, like almost like a, uh, a broomstick uh, vacuum cleaner. I forget. Uh, oh, it's called a Dyson. We have a Dyson at the house. And it's like a real, it's really nice. It's a really good, but it's small and it runs, it gets filled very, very quickly. So I want you to think of your brain norm in normal situations is like that Dyson vacuum cleaner, right? It does a good job, but it gets, it gets, um, it does a good job, but it, it doesn't suck up a ton of, of stuff, right? Now I want you to think about the amount of information that's been flying around to you in the last month. I want you to think about what's been going on with the news. I want you to think about what's been going on in your business, what's been going on with your home life and homeschooling. And think of the amount of information and things that you've heard and things that you've read and things that you've listened to and how much more information you've gotten in the last month. And your your COVID-19 vacuum is not that little Dyson. Your COVID-19 vacuum is that, that huge vacuum cleaner that they use to suck up all the leaves when those huge massive trucks come to the side of the road and they, they pick up the leaves for, for, for spring cleanup. And it, the thing is like three feet wide in the, in the opening of the mouth and it goes into this massive truck. That's the vacuum cleaner that you've had during COVID-19. Now, what happens when a vacuum cleaner gets full? Well, you got to empty it. And the reality is, how many of you have actually emptied your vacuum cleaner recently? You've had this massive intake of information. And your brain is not built to do that. Your brain is not built to be a storage device. Your brain is built to be a thinking device, a creative mind. Why do you think sometimes it's a little hard to be creative during stressful times? Because your brain is so full, it can't do its job. So one of the things you need to be doing on a very, very regular basis, and just think about how well a vacuum cleaner works when it's full and the bag needs to be emptied. If you go and you use that vacuum cleaner and you know that bag is full, it's just a matter of time for that thing stops working. So I want you to think about what do you need to do to empty the, ba- empty the bag on the vacuum, a.k.a. what do you need to do to, to get all the stuff out of your head? And it's an exercise I teach and I've taught this for years. Uh, something I learned from getting things done is called a mind sweep. And a mind sweep is where you sit down, blank pad of paper, set a timer for 10 minutes, and literally you just write every thought that comes to your head. And you're not journaling. You're not, you know, writing big, long sentences. You're really just writing the thoughts in your mind. And the whole purpose of the exercise is to get stuff out of your head and down on paper so you can free space to think. And you can get your brain back to being the thing 
that it needs to be, um, which is a idea generating machine that's going to help get you through um, this situation. Um, so that was the second thing I talked about. The third thing I talked about was planning your day the night before. Planning your day the night before. I can't stress this enough to have some kind of a process where before you go to sleep, you are writing down the things that you need to do the next day. You're writing down your main priorities. You're writing down the appointments you got. You're writing down what you're going to do for your workout. Um, You're writing down what time you're going to wake up. You know, because there's, in a time of crisis, structure is crucial. Structure is crucial. So your discipline and your level of discipline needs to go up right now. And that could be one of the most valuable things that you start to do is just outline your day the night before. I, I taught um, a specific daily planner that I give to my mastermind members. And if you're listening to this and you'd like a copy of the sheet, just shoot me an email, vince at gabrielfitness.com, and I will send you the sheet. Um, just put in the subject uh, daily planner, and I'll send you my daily planner. It's pretty simple, pretty basic, but uh, it's, it's really helpful. And actually, I have put it in a book I put it in a book and I give a new copy of the book to my mastermind every time we have a meeting. So three times a year, they get a new book. And I always put my cartoon face on it, which is fun. But um, planning your day the night before might be one of the most important focus productivity things you could ever um, do. Number four was to start breaking down your time into um, what are you actually doing and moving it into blocks. And I talked about something, again, I learned from the strategic coach program was uh, the different time blocks called uh, focus blocks and and buffer blocks. And focus blocks are the things that you do that make money, right? And, you know, everyone is different in terms of what they do for their role. But if you think of your your own gym and you do, you know, a little bit of everything, you do some training sessions, you do you know, you train clients, you work with staff, you know, all those things, you know, are, uh, you're doing marketing copy, all those things you're doing, you can link back to, they bring in money. It's like someone, you do it, the work, they hand you a check in, in, in most cases. And so that's a mindset that you're in when you're doing those kinds of activities. And, you know, in the middle of you doing a consult, if you have to run to the bank, you know, that's probably not a good use of your uh, forward um, momentum of energy towards doing those things effectively. So I create—I didn't create, but this—but we created the, the buffer situation where the buffer is all the things you're doing to organize. So basically, you have things that make money, and then things that help you get organized to be able to make money. So all the cleanups, all the files, all the presentation preparation. Um, setting up of appointments, all those things can be moved into buffer blocks. And the thing I talked about was just basically using your time and, and on before you're doing activities to move everything together that does make money and then move everything together that essentially gets you organized. And you'll, you'll get into a much better workflow. And both of those things are designed to give you better days off. So I know that the, one of the most important things is that I can clear my head enough from work 
to have a good day off with my family. And I know when I don't do that stuff, when I don't prioritize my time, that my stuff is still in my head. And again, it kind of never goes away because I am my father's son. Uh, It kind of never goes away, but I definitely can see a difference when I do these types of activities. Um, It's a lot less on my mind all the time. So that was the fourth thing, using time um, blocks. Um, Focusing on your own personal health. And I told them, I'm like, guys, I'm like preaching to the choir here with this, like why I, you're all trainers, why, but, but, but here's the thing, like everyone, everyone needs to be reminded of what they already know. And in a pandemic where there's lots of stress and lots of uncertainty with your business, with your, your finances, with your family, there's lot, there's a lot of things that it can, it can take an impact on your own personal health, you know, not just from the stress that comes, but from, you know, the eating that comes from the stress and the lack of exercise. And, you know, you're working on, you know, with people all the time and exercising. And sometimes you just want to get the hell away from exercise and not even do it yourself. But that's like, you have to, you own a business right now and you have to lean into the times. Remember it's playoff time, right? And playoff time is not the time to lose focus of one of the most important things that's going to get you through this, which is having you know good energy and thinking clearly and things like that. So incredible personal health discipline was the next thing. And you know, I talked about uh, food and supplements and hydration, exercise, sleep, and meditation as kind of the big five to, to focus on. So don't lose sight of that. Even though you're in the health and fitness industry, it's not to say that you can't get, I, you know, I have seen you know, lots of uh, fitness professionals not be, in great shape. And again, I'm not saying you guys need to be jacked and ripped all year long. That's not even we're still human beings. Um, and, um, I had a guy, um, come on one of my calls and he, he basically, we, I was talking about this and he, he made a comment in the chat and he was like, I don't understand a fit pro that can't stay in shape. And, I basically responded with, well, then you don't understand human beings, <laughs> you know? So just because you're in the fitness industry does not mean that you've been gifted with um, this impeccable personal discipline and this and everything is so easy and, and that a pandemic wouldn't throw you off, you know? So it's kind of, it was a very arrogant, stupid thing of him to say. Um, so I kind of fired back, you know, at him. But it was, it was, it was, uh, it's reality. You're a human being, right? You're a human being. I, I'm, I'm a personal trainer, but I freaking love pizza. And I want to go home and I have, want to have pizza. And a lot of times it's very hard for me not to have pizza when it's on the counter. And I know it's not good for me and I know it's not the right thing, but I'm running three businesses and I got family at home and there's a lot on the line. And sometimes. <laughs> You know, the voices get inside your head and you, and you give in. So you're not perfect just because you're in the fitness industry with your health and fitness. So you got it. But, but you got to make it a priority. Um, and the last thing I talked about was downside planning. And this is like something it's hard to get into on a podcast. But the, basically the gist of it is having a plan for what happens in certain situations in bad cases. So the example I gave was. What would happen if your what would what would happen if your business dropped by ten percent? What would you do? What's the plan in place? What would you need for money from, in terms of funding? What would you need to get your expenses to? 
Would you need to cut salaries? Would you need to cut team members? Would you need to furlough? Would you need to fire? Right. And then, so what would the plan be? What would the plan be for what you would do to keep your people? What would the plan be to grow if you drop 10%? And then the same thing if you drop 30%. What would, what would you do? If you drop 30%, what would you do to your expenses? What would you do to your rent? What would you do with your employees? And then worst case. So it's best case, medium case, worst case. And then you have a plan. And why that improves focus is because the number one thing that robs focus, right, is, is, is overwhelm and overwhelm and uncertainty causes overwhelm. Uncertainty causes overwhelm. So if you have a plan for worst case scenario and you know when that worst case scenario hits that this is what you're going to do, well, you have confidence going into that. And that will improve your focus because there's nothing that robs your focus more than these looming things in the back of your mind that you haven't addressed. If you have a plan for if your business drops by 50% and you have a plan, you're going to feel a lot more confident in what you're doing right now because you got a plan for that. So that's it. That's, that's kind of the gist of what I talked about. And obviously, you know, I, I went a lot deeper in the, in the presentation, um, and I probably can get you a copy of that. I think I might have been sending out the um, the recording on my email list. If you're not on my email list and you want access to the recording of that, what I did, shoot me another email, vince at gabrielfitness.com. And I will send you that recording if you're not on my email list. So hopefully this was helpful and that you're getting some value out of these things and navigating and uh it's not an easy situation that we're in but you know from what i've seen uh fitness uh, gyms and fitness uh, studios are doing a great job of, of keeping their members happy and doing it you know i think that you know you guys as fitness pros are doing a lot more than normal businesses and i've heard that a lot um you know of, of of the work that you're doing and keeping your clients going through a tough time so keep hang in there keep up the good work and i'll see you soon thanks